This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Changers Experience with myself, Adam Strong. And today we have another great guest here on the live show. Uh, now, you may or may not remember, but we had an amazing guy um, called Jay Facet, based over in Canada, who was talking a lot about affiliate marketing and joint ventures and stuff like that. He first was introduced to me through a mutual friend of mine called Sammy Blindell. And uh, we worked on, a, we've worked actually on a number of collaborations and projects and that kind of stuff. And uh, I think the one thing I love about Jay is, well, he's been in the world of entrepreneurship for decades, literally decades, and has gone through the same, probably pretty much the same adversities like most old school entrepreneurs and business owners like myself. So he really, um, he like speaks from, speaks from his heart, but more in Importantly, he knows he speaks with authenticity and integrity. He's been around the bush. He knows exactly. He can smell bullshit from a mile off and many other things. Anyway, so so for you guys are listening in, by the way, if you're listening in to us uh, live, do me the, do me a favor. Use the hashtag live. Use the hashtag replay. And as I always say to everyone on the live show, do me a favor. If you have any questions or comments or insights that you want to share with me and Jay, feel free to post those on the comments in the comment section below. Now, for today, we're going to be streaming through LinkedIn and also on YouTube, of course. And um, if you haven't already done so, uh, feel free to follow myself and Jay on those channels, okay? And also click on that bell notification on the top right-hand corner. I know that Jay is more favorable on places like Facebook and Instagram. So if you don't find him, that's good. Go over to those anyway. I'm not really an Instagram but person uh, or a Facebook person. I'm more of a LinkedIn YouTube guy, right? So anyway, all good, all good, all good. So what are we going to be talking a little bit about today, ladies and gents? So first of all, um, I'm a big fan of masterminds. So Jay, but he's created a framework around masterminds. Now, he's, now I don't know if you remember, guys, um, this is probably going back a couple of months ago. We had a guy called Brad Hart. Well, Brad and Jay are not only good buddies, but they're business partners too. But Jay's got some really useful insights about how you guys can sell high-end masterminds as well as high-ticketed programs and products, okay? So if you're really struggling to learn how you can effectively sell those things, then this is the place to be, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about um, hyper-targeting and what that is, if you've never heard of the terminology. We're also going to talk a little bit about psychology, which I feel is really, really important because uh, Jay's expertise, um, especially being in what he's been doing, not only is he a best-selling author, he 
has uh, he, he's an absolute legend when it comes to things like adventure marketing and affiliate marketing. You know, he teaches all of these things through JVology, which is another um, seven-figure business that he actually has created as well. Now, he's also what we call a certified psychedelic guide. Forgive me, but I have no fucking, but I'm sure he's going to give me some insights because he's absolutely cracking himself up in the stoop behind the studio. Anyway, we're also going to be talking a little bit about how to simplify your marketing message and increase your conversions. Anyway, enough pitch from me and enough piss taking from me as well. <laughs> we're going to bring the main man on himself. Mr. Jay Fastet, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, Adam. That was freaking <laughs> hilarious. Um, and, and I just have to tell you, it's like as I was rewriting the bio, it's like you know what we haven't included this whole psychedelic guide, you know, certified psychedelic guide thing. I'm going to start putting right. that in there. Um, so I, I, it, it's worth the reaction simply for that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if we're doing a live show, because everyone's thinking. What the hell is psychedelic? I've never heard of it, right? It sounds like some sort of hypnotherapy or whatever. You're going to put me under a spell or something. You're, you are not far off, brother. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So if you guys are interested in, you know, hypnotherapy of that sort, of course, then welcome to the show. Um, anyway, <laughs> great, great to have you. I did actually look up that terminology, psychedelic, by the way, because I know it's something that you're doing with you and your wife and uh, like a little yeah. retreat, right? Well, we, we do a variety of different things, with it, but that, that's it, while it's not our, it's actually not the purpose of what, what our call is, I, I have done exactly what I'm going to teach here today uh, about this idea of, you know, the $160,000 dinner party and, and uh, a couple of examples, but we've been utilizing it and we utilize it with every single one of our brands, including this uh, psychedelic brand, which we call Connected Now and Forever. So I, I'll interweave examples as we go through this process about... Um, and, and the purpose of which is, is like what I'm about to share is the simplest, most direct and easiest way to uh, position and convert a high, a high ticket offer that exists on planet Earth. And I don't care whether you're selling psychedelics, joint ventures, uh, entrepreneurial uh, evolution, crypto or anything else. It applies. Right. Love it. Some, some really good examples. Because I know that a lot of people will be like, well, can I apply it to this or can I apply it to advisory or can I apply? You know what I mean, so what we're saying is pretty much your framework or methodology can be applied to pretty much anything, right? 100%. 100%. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, let's get into, let's get into the juicy stuff now, because I like to jump right in the deep end, if I may. Um, let's talk about some of the terminology that maybe some of you guys in the world of entrepreneurship may or may not have come across, but I've never actually heard of this word, hyper, hyper targeting. Um, can you give us a bit more specific? I thought it was around niche niching, but maybe I'm wrong. What, no, you you are absolutely 100% right. And I'm not surprised that you haven't uh, heard it because I made it up about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a J term, everyone, J term. Exactly. And to be clear about it, I made it up 10 years ago um, and uh -huh. really only taught it to our high-end clients. So it wasn't something that we were trying to get out into the world or any of those sorts of things. But right. uh, here's the premise, and I, and I would love if any of you are watching live or are recording, you know, use the hashtags properly. Mm. Um, if any of you ever feel like you are spending too much time talking to the wrong people or prospects, mm. and uh, if you are, just you know, put in hashtag or uh, put in hashtag live replay and say too much time, and. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm just gonna, for the purposes of, of our of our time here together, Adam, is I'm just going to be a little bit of a contrarian, which is there are more goddamn podcasts on follow-up and sales and closing and buttoning <laughs> strategies and this strategy and that strategy. And I'm gonna say this as clear as I can, F them all. Like that <laughs> shit, yes, it can make some money, but it wastes an unbelievable amount of time. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but you, you, uh, you didn't say it in exactly these words, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it. It's like, Jay Fazette is a dinosaur who's been doing business since the dawn of time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got very short arms. Anyway, um, and, it, and you're not far off the mark, in, in, in all honesty. But as I get a little older and as I get a little more strategic and as I want to spend more time with my lovely wife, as I want to uh, spend more time with my teenage boys, my oldest, which actually has moved out uh, for the summer to go to work, which is amazing. Holy crap. I can't believe we're there. I know. <laughs> I know. He's 17 and a half and he's off in Vancouver uh, working a sales job, which is kind of cool. Wow. Anyway, um, I just am unwilling to chase people to try to have a conversation about anything. So here's what hyper-targeting is in a nutshell. It is, I would prefer to do homework. I would prefer to do research. I would prefer to invest in the right relationships. I would prefer to create value. I would prefer to contribute, please hear this, to exactly the right person and prospect instead of scattering my message and having 17,000 coffees, teas, chit chats, BS's about shit that may or may not apply. And by the way, I'm not sure if this is a family show or not, but I'm a Saskatchewan farm kid and I curse occasionally. Um, so, so here's what hyper-targeting is and where hyper-targeting really works in this model of, uh, mm. of the $160,000 dinner party. And I, and I keep using that, so I'm just going to spit it out here so that everyone has some context and framing about the story. And I'll, I'll do chapter titles for this, but, but there's a lot of interesting details around this. Got it. There, there was a gentleman who uh, went to work for me. He used to do a bunch of work with EO. He decides he wants to uh, do a next level. That's entrepreneurs organization. Uh, it used yep. to be YEO and then everybody got old. Now it's just EO. Um, so so um, <laughs> he, wants to per he wants to start a mastermind, which is the next level of EO that has more personal development, consciousness, and those sorts of things around it. He comes to me and says, would you uh, do this with me? And I say, sure. Um, and uh, we have this meeting and, it's, and at the time I owned a television production studio and a web development studio and a whole bunch of other things. So at the end of the meeting I said, so I'm gonna go and get to work on a little infomercial and a commercial and we'll get the website done, all the rest of it. And he says this, he, he, he goes, nah, nah, we're not doing any of that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if we're not, where do we get our people? And he says, well, I've already targeted two people for this mastermind and they are exactly the right avatar. They are the people. And the sure. truth is, we only need 10 more of them. So what's going to happen is we're going to invite them over, and the four of us are going to have a couple of bottles of wine, and we are going to strategically pick within the, uh, within the entrepreneurial community in Alberta who are the right people to be at that table and in that mastermind. And uh, we will make a short list, and then we're going to do some homework. We're going to find out who's who in the zoo, what's going on, what, where they're at, what's transpiring for them. And we're going to invite them to a dinner party. We're going to share the vision and say, this is your one invitation. Take it or leave it. Now, just to be clear about this, at the time, I owned this television production studio and this web design studio, and I owned that because I owned a personal development company um, that you know, about 40,000 people had gone through over the years. And the personal development company 
was, you know, if there's two ends of the, of the pendulum, this hyper-targeting, which is by the time, and I'm just gonna foreshadow a little bit, by the time people came into that dinner party, we knew information about them that probably we should not have known. <laughs> and I'm talking about the state of their marriage. I'm talking about who else they're sleeping with. I'm talking about their last uh, quarter sales. I'm talking about uh, their alcohol problem. I'm talking about we knew shit that we probably should not have known. But it was because we got very busy hyper-targeting. Okay, so I just want, so that's on this end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, why I own this television production studio is that we <laughs> sold personal development programs to any human being who had a heartbeat. Huh. And then it was like, well, just, just to be clear, a heartbeat isn't, you don't have to be like totally alive. If you just have an occasional heartbeat, you could still come. Like, like we just didn't matter if you were a human being that could sit in a chair, we wanted to sell it to you. And it was right. the exact opposite. And, and this is where the power of this story was so meaningful to me because we worked so hard and just to be clear about it, we were pretty damn good at it. You know, every month we put somewhere between 50 and 100 people into a personal development program and then they would go through and change their lives. Like, like we were the largest and the most uh, uh, consistent in our city for like 35 years, right? So, so we're, we're not bad at it, but wow. it's still, it's the exact opposite of this strategy we're talking about. So right. with hyper-targeting, we get really, really clear about what is the promise of mm -hmm. the offering. And so this is, this is the mastermind in this yep. case. But by the way, this could be your high ticket offer. This could be your high level coaching. This could be your digital program. This could be any of those sorts of things. Now, clear, clearly, if you're gonna go to the time, effort, energy to truly hyper-target, the higher the ticket, the item, the more this makes sense, right? The lower the ticket item, the less this makes sense. Mm -hmm. But at the high level. Um, you, you figure out exactly what the promise is. And then you start reverse engineering to who cares about this promise. And the truth of the matter, if it's a premium offer, we don't need a thousand people to care about it. We don't need 500 people to care about it. We don't need a hundred people to care about it. Generally speaking, we need somewhere between eight and 16 people to care about it for a seven figure business. That's it. Right, yep. Now, when we get really clear about who cares about it, then we simply make a short list of who fits that profile. And then mm -hmm. we get really busy about where they are. And I'm just gonna give you a little snapshot in terms of um, our mastermind, which was called Vita. Um, Vita. Which, by the way, Vita, V-I-T-A, Latin for It's like, like a coconut water, doesn't it? It sounds like <laughs> a coconut well, it, it might be. Um, it might be. It might be, but it's Latin for life. And, uh, oh. and quite literally, we would, and, and this was targeted at a bunch of alpha male entrepreneurs who had, uh, were quote, self-made men, who had gotten to the top of their capacity and were beginning to hit their head on the ceiling of what was possible because of how they designed and built their life, which all oriented you, around them. Are you talking about like white collar workers or are you talking about entrepreneurs here? Oh, I'm talking about entrepreneurs, most of which had a net worth somewhere in the neighborhood of five to $13 million. Got it. That started from nothing had no money behind them and made their own way. And that's a very particular profile of lone wolf. It's a very particular profile of self-righteous man. It's a very particular profile of alpha male. It's a very particular profile of all those sorts of things. So Vita, just to, to, to be clear about this, and this goes back to the hyper-targeting. So think mm -hmm. about this from this perspective. I, I, and I'm so glad that you asked about Vita because it, it was, always made me laugh. <laughs> they say, so what, what is this thing? And it's like, well, it's a mastermind that's called Vita. And they're like, what the hell's Vita? 
It's like, <laughs> my friend, it is the one thing in your life that you actually don't have. You got the money, you got the business, you got the respect, you got the hot wife, you got the this, you got the cars, you got the sports cars, you got the boat, you got all that sort of stuff, but you don't have Vita. Goes, what the hell is it? He says Viagra. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a life. Because what we would know is, and in that exact circumstance is, this summer, you, uh, pardon me, your wife and your three kids are at the lake enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. And you're here working. There's something wrong with that. Right. So if you would like to actually shift and reorient what's going on in your life and in your world and in your business and actually get your life back, then you should probably come talk to us. Mm-hmm. So just to be clear about this, hyper-targeting is what told us that his wife and kids had been going to the lake every summer for the past three years, and he went out and visited them on weekends. And let's be perfectly frank about this. If you are a multimillionaire entrepreneur who has designed and built a spectacular business, has enough money for a $3 million uh, lakefront um, cottage, that's right, cottage, and you can't go there for the summer, you have a business and a life problem. So don't tell us, it's like, oh, I got it all figured out. That's bullshit, you don't. So if you want to actually <laughs> fake, okay? So this is the degree of hyper-targeting we're talking about. Am, am I making sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, these are the, so these are the things that I would ask every single one of you to consider. And, and it's, it's pretty much this or that. Do you want to have 20 conversations with people who don't qualify? Or do you want to spend 10 hours finding out the true hot buttons, the circumstances and the situations of your ideal client? Right. And I can tell you this, because I've built a multitude of seven-figure businesses, that one is a whole lot easier than the other if you understand what you're doing. That, that helps. So that, that's hyper-targeting <laughs> in a nutshell. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And, and, and I think really explained in a really succinct and simple manner. So I think that's a lot of, that's, that's where a lot of uh, key mistakes have really come from is that kind of uh, lack of clarity in the understanding of not just the psychology, but also the understanding of what you mentioned, hot buttons and also people's habits as well. Yes. Which I think is very important. So um, putting yourself in the shoes of your clients, ladies and gents, that's what we're talking about. Anyway. Can, can I take that one step further, Adam? Because absolutely, don't, like in, in, the, in the world of hyper, uh, hyper-targeting, putting yourself in their shoes is the first step. What we're really after, and, and by the way, my earphone plastic thing came off. Why it keeps popping out of my ear? If you keep <laughs> my, my ear, it's because the doodad came off the end and it's sliding out. Um, with hyper-targeting, I would take it a step further is that what we want to know are the thoughts, worries, concerns, and frustrations that our ideal client has that they either have not yet told anyone or only tell someone after four bottles of wine and a bitch session with some of their nearest and dearest friends. <laughs> That's the level of hyper-targeting that we're talking about. Got it. But I guess it's, but I guess then the question would be is, like you've given a great example and said, hey, you know, invite 10 people over for a dinner party and a couple of glasses of wine or a couple of bottles of wine in this case. Like if, would there be another approach to try and get to people's thoughts, worries, and frustrations? Because if you're having a conversation, you know, say 
most people at least 50 people if not 500 mm -hmm. people in your in your circle of yeah. uh, friends network whatever but in order to um get to those frustrations worries and thoughts you've really got to you know you've really got to have a build up a really good relationship with them in order for them to open up because they're not just going to open up to any tom dick and harry down the road are they do you know what I mean? it's like well, so, so I mean, there, there's this gift, which, which, by the way, I emailed you the, the manual. So there's a 22-page a, a manual, and it's called Fill Your Mastermind with Ease. And the entire purpose of the Fill Your Mastermind with Ease manual is to, and, and I want to separate two things because I don't want them uh, conflated here. So the Fill Your Mastermind with Ease manual is a 22-page manual about how to run what I'm going to call mini mastermind relationship building, um, heart and truth opening social events. And please understand okay. I said social event, not business event yet. So the $160,000 dinner party was a business event, not a social event. Right. But we precede the business event with a bunch of social events that help us to understand what's going on. And in the manual, which by the way, every single one of you can get here for free, there are four questions. And if you facilitate, well, actually, I can back it up. Choose wisely who you invite, facilitate the event properly, create a space that is truly open, honest, and social, here's what happens, is the attendees give to you on a silver platter what is most important in their lives and the support they think they need. Because there's no sales allowed, there's no pitching allowed, there's no coachy coachy bullshit allowed. This is just actually a bunch of specifically targeted peers getting together saying, hey, this is what's up in my life and in my world. And when done well, all of that stuff is delivered on a silver platter. And that is where, by the way, we get a bunch of the data for hyper-targeting. So you might have 10 people out of Fill Your Mastermind with these, and out of six of them, it's like, six of them are probably a fit, four of them absolutely for certain, four of them aren't even in the realm yet. So then we get busy trying to find out more about the six. And by the way, we might find that the four that we thought, oh, we were wrong about one, but we do this filtering until we actually get it exactly, exactly laser focus on, Bob needs the promise of this. And then we sit down with Bob or we put Bob and nine others into a dinner party and we say, mm -hmm. this is what this is. We know you need this because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And mm -hmm. this is your chance. Do it or don't do it, but don't bullshit yourself about you don't need it because that's not true. Interesting. Love it. So, okay, that's interesting. It's given me some thoughts there, and I'm going to come back to that uh, in a second. Okay. So, okay, so let's talk about psychology because you've been talking a little bit about habits. You've been talking about putting yourself in their shoes, etc. But what I'm, what I really want to do is I really want to kind of like get into the minds and find out what their, um, what their, what their trigger points are. You talked about red buttons, which is a really, which I love, by the way, I think it's a, it's a really good one. But in terms of identifying certain triggers within certain patterns or whatever it might be, would you, when you pass to hyper-targeting, would you, is it all down to systemizing and, and, and sort of, you know, um, putting in things in place, you know, to help identify those red hot buttons 
um, prior to inviting them, say, to a dinner party or a social uh, thing or whatever it is. Well, let's separate the two things. And, and yep. for the purposes of my example, any sort of social thing that can build a relationship that yep. leads to the truth of their circumstance, yep. go to town. Once we get to a business process, that business process could be a one-on-one -on -one, um, one -on -one meeting with an offer. It could be a group setting that, like we did, and by the way, there's some discerning factors about why you would or why you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> well, in terms of scale, time, one of the things that was, that was significant for uh, our example was that literally as people sat down at the table, people sat down at the table and, and would say to us like, how'd you get Bob here? Like there was a, there was a table of freaking rock stars there. Right. Two of them were Olympic athletes. A couple of uh, like strong, 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 multi, multi, multi millionaires. There was like there was a bunch of strong people at the table. So if you can if you can stack the room, I was going to help you. Does that make yep. sense? Okay. Absolutely. So anyway, going going back to your question about hot buttons, is that and and this is one of the things. So uh, my buddy Brad and I have this program called Mastermind Mastery. And one of the key pieces for Mastermind Mastery is for people to figure out what is the promise of their mastermind and who do they think cares about that promise. Now, Brad has a beautiful process around what he calls market research calls, which are one-on-one -on -one interviews to sort of poke around that. Um, I don't really do much one-on-one -on -one stuff anymore, so we, we do more of the uh, fill your mastermind of these where fundamentally we get to the same process, except I can do six to 12 people at the same time in a single evening and have a glass of wine and generally uh, those turn into clients pretty quickly. By the way, not always for what I, not always for the mastermind, it could be a variety of, of other things. But anyway, I, I digress. Right. Here's the point. Sure. Hot buttons. Hot buttons have to be in context to your offering. Mm. Okay, so I see time and time again that, that this is one of those pieces where it's like, tell me what you need and we'll figure out how we're gonna get it. It's like, this is, this is what my group does. This is what my premium offer does. This is what my premium coaching does. This is how we solve this problem. This is the result that's going to deliver. This is what would be different in your life in the next 12 months. And that promise has to intersect with what they believe their issue or concern is. And time and time again, I see people trying to sell stuff that doesn't add up. I, I, I was on a call with somebody. Oh, goodness. I think it was a fitness thing. I, I, I don't remember. Anyway, but I, I was curious about this guy's process. I, and since COVID, I've lost about 30 pounds. Um, I, I've had the beginnings of abs show up. And then I drink too much <laughs> wine. And so, so, so I'm toying with this idea of what if I actually, just like for 90 days, went and got abs when I'm 55? You know, so this is what I'm toying with. So anyway, I get on this call with this kid and, and he's mining me for my pain points, you know, and he's mining me for my pain points. And, and, and finally, I just say to him, I was like, listen, I know you got a script. I've taught a similar script in the past. I, it's all good. But just here's, here's what you need to know. I'm intrigued with abs. I'm financially free. I have a sex life that you wish you had. And I've got two yeah. kids that are, far, that are actually more important than abs. And when I'm done this, I'm going to go drive my Porsche instead of go do sit-ups. So <laughs> I don't know where you want to go with that, but you're, you're poking at, you know, my, my low self-esteem and how much better my life would be if I had a six-pack. Ain't going to get you far. <laughs> and he's kind of quiet for a little bit and he goes, oh. So you got any questions? <laughs>
love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, so the, my reason for sharing that is that they have a process and they have a series of hot buttons that are related to somebody's self-confidence and their success in life that they're trying to link back to. If you had a six pack, the women would be banging you and you'd make more money and you'd feel better about yourself and you might even be able to upgrade your car and your house. And it's like, I drive what I want, I live where I want, and I'm already having a better sex life than you, buddy, so we're right. You probably should have done a little more research before po posing the questions. Anyway, silly example, but true. We gotta get back to this idea that the, the promise has to intersect with their hot buttons and desires and wants and needs and late night worries. Yep. Anyway. Did, did that, that answer the core of, of what you were trying to get at, Adam? Because it, it, it... Probably, probably more than. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by, by, the, by the way, did you sign up with him? No. Uh, I, I, I was just curious. No. <laughs> and here's the honest God truth. And, and, and this is the thing that, that uh, you know, at, at the end of the call, it's like, so scale one to ten, how committed are you to abs? That's about a four. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said at the end of the call? Yeah, it's like because you know if you're a seven or eight, he's going to make an offer. I'm at four, and then it's like, well, I guess I guess we're done now. I guess we are. Um, Very much. And I was clear with him. It's like I am curious, and, and and here's this is this sounds like a lazy man's approach, but it it speaks to where it is in my priorities. Is what is the least amount of effort, the least amount of lifestyle changes, and the least amount of screwing around that could actually get the hint of abs into real abs? Like that's really the core of the question. I'm not going to reinvent my life. I'm not going to change all those sorts of things. I don't have a huge pain point. It's like, would there be three easy levers that could actually work without consuming too much of my time? And the short answer for them is that they don't have, that's not what they do. They want to reinvent your life so that you can have more sex. And it's like, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm being an asshole. <laughs> now you, are, you are being a bit uh, pedantic anyway. Yes. All good, anyway, all good. Um, let's, um, let's talk a little bit about marketing. Um, so, I mean, you you would have seen this with prospects and stuff, which are unable to, for whatever reason, not able to sell those high, you know, those high ticketed items or high ticketed services or products or masterminds or whatever it is. Let's 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 talk about that in a bit more detail from a marketing perspective, because you know, it's interesting. I was having a really fascinating conversation the other day, um, the podcast with a previous uh, attendee. We were talking a little bit about manipulative marketing techniques, which we, we, me and you both obviously know, which I absolutely fucking hate. Um, and obviously, yeah, people still use it and that kind of stuff. But I suppose my question is, how can we market ourselves as well as our products and services and stuff like that without coming across to you know, manipulative or emotionally triggered or whatever. You know, you know where I'm getting yeah, with it. I, I do. The, the, the fine, well, let me rephrase this. I think I do and tweak me if I'm off when, I, when I'm about to say sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Which is. Um, Without being a sleazebag, I guess. Yeah. Like it, it's this thing that the balance between helping your client tell themselves the truth. Yeah. And then using it in a hooky manipulative way that's slimy absolutely yeah yeah so you're and kind of like you're like doubling down on fear you know an emotion rather than kind of like you know selling something out of integrity that they really need something yes 
So, so I, I'm, I'm going to use our, our psychedelic process as, as an example here because we, we are in a um, unbelievably odd, beautiful, and amazing space with that uh, little business. That and and to be just perfectly transparent, so everybody understands what we're talking about, because it's a kind of a new space. Yep. The world is going through a new psychedelic renaissance. And what that fundamentally means is a bunch of the psychedelics, um, mushrooms, LSD, MDMA, a variety, uh, ketamine, all those sorts of things, are hitting different levels of uh, legality and accessibility all over the world. Right. And, um, and the truth of the matter is the science behind, and let me just say one other thing, is that most of the psychedelic drugs were misconstrued classified and scheduled as Schedule One substances back in the 70s when um, the war on drugs began. And, and it's unfortunate it stopped research for basically about 50 years. But the research has become incredibly active in the last 10 years. And in 10 or 15 years, gang, you are going to be hearing conversations like this when you put your mom or dad in the old folks' home um, that they're going to go on a microdosing protocol because that is uh, far better for them being happy and grounded than their, uh, than their SSRIs and their um, um, sedatives. Like, like th this is going to be common conversation with your parents and grandparents in very short order. Okay, so just that's what we're talking about. Anyway, Corey and I became certified psychedelic guides. We designed something that has, to, to our knowledge, doesn't really exist anywhere else, which is a process for couples to use psychedelics to create connection and intimacy. And there's particular psychedelics that put the amygdala offline, open the heart, allow great communication and presence, um, sometimes some pretty spectacular intimacy and sex. Uh, not always, by the way, it depends on what, where the couple's at. Anyway, here's the crazy thing in terms of going back to the heart of your question, is that we have folks, like some of the conversations that I get to have with, with couples, um, are both heartbreaking and awe-inspiring. Like, like literally, Adam, bring tears to my eyes about what they're facing. And the honest God truth is, for those of you who are at home or who are in relationships, just know that the ups and the downs that we all face in long-term primary relationships are goddamn hard, and you are not alone. Like, just you have to know that. And for the last year, I've just been privileged to have these, these conversations. Now, I know sometimes more than one of the couple members that they're on the precipice of the end. Okay, like we've got that much truth on the table from at least one party. Mm -hmm. Now, it would be completely, utterly effing slimy to be utilizing that in, in any sales process other than, hey, if you are still committed, if you still think there's a chance, these are the ways in which we can support. And if you want me to have a special call with your spouse or with your partner to explain how all this could go and to even express how important it is for you from another outside perspective and to share the story of how Corey and I saved ourselves, I am thrilled to do that. And the idea here is, the balance in my mind is we have to find, we have to create the space for the truth so we can speak to their heart, their soul, their fear, and their hopes. And if we don't do that, and this is my honest to God opinion, and this is why I prefer hyper-targeting than talking to 22,000 people, if we right. can't do that, we might as well just shut up. There's no <laughs> point in babbling. If one more person tells me their stupid elevator pitch when I didn't ask for it, I'm gonna run them over with my truck. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I didn't ask. 
You don't have agreement for this. So if we can't get to the truth of the fear, the difficulties, the dreams, the desires, the hopes, if we can't get there, then we should stop. But when we get there, then it's our job to map how our process can help, in our cases, him and her, or her and her, or him and him, to actually navigate the difficulties of a primary relationship, to know that they're not alone, and to understand that what we do with the psychedelics is not accessible in any other manner. Their mm -hmm. fears, their challenges, their blocks, their limitations, all this stuff, there's only one way scientifically proven to set that shit aside, and that is to get the amygdala offline, so you can actually have a conversation from a different space. We can do that with and for you, and we will be here to help you piece those things together at the end, should you want it. Now, that's a different thing than your best buy or, you know, instead of, instead of in investing $2,000 in a connection experience, you're going to be investing 50% of your net worth in a divorce. Like, that's a hooky manipulative shithead thing to say. We don't do that. that it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's <it's> horrible. <laughs> well, it is, and people do it, and it's ridiculous. And, and by the way, that's where any sales call with me ends. It's like, really? Mm. That's, where, that's your strategy. All right. Have a nice day. Okay. <laughs> does, does, that, does that give you enough sort of context around? Absolutely. We have to get to that truth and, and the fear and the hope. And then we have to map out how we help them with that. Not mm. poke the bruise and kick them in the ass and lean on their fear. Right. 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 Yeah. And I just feel like they're just so much of that out there in our in our industry more specifically mm -hmm. i'm not going to mention names of course but i just feel like there's just so much out there and we as dino entrepreneurial dinosaurs know too well there's being used way too many times but um i'm glad i'm glad we had this conversation though about the whole kind of marketing side and stuff i i feel like um I feel, I feel I feel good about it, and, and you know, and I feel like uh, some of our listeners can really, and I hope you guys that are listening in, I think you appreciate a really good conversation around this, and uh, you know, marketing and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, no, I do appreciate that. It's really cool. Can I share a brief example, by the way, of of where um, some pokes can work? Absolutely. Okay, so this well, is, let's so, let's define what a poke is first. Let's define well, what a poke. Well, a, a poke is. Um, a pain or a truth that yeah. our clients or prospects might be avoiding. Okay. Okay. So this is that whole thing. If we can't get them to tell the truth, we can't get them anywhere else. And sometimes getting them to tell the truth takes a couple of pokes. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Right. <clears throat> so, um, so for example, the $160 dinner party, everybody's sitting around the table, and we spend a little bit of time edifying, because not everybody knew each other, edifying and pointing out what a freaking rock star each of the people are there. And of course, that feeds their ego and who they are and how they built their business and what they did in their life and in their world and all the rest of it. And so that's the, the acknowledgement piece. But then as we're going through the presentation and talking about what the vision of Vita is and all those sorts of things, we also are very clear. It's like, and what we know about basically every single person at this table is that there's been a plateau. We know that sales, in most of your cases, really not keeping up with the growth that you had three years ago or four years ago. Mm -hmm. What we know is that the resources you borrowed from your family, from your health, from all these areas, are beginning to pile up and build resistance and resentment in your homes and in your families and with your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We know all of those things are true. And here's the reality of it. You have done exceptional things that most of the world would kiss your ass 
and throw you a parade for. But in your quiet moments, you also know that you've gone as far as you can go on your own. And it is now time for a high-level support. It is now time for an ass-kicking from somebody who sees, knows, and gets where you're at and what you're doing. And that is what Vita is. Because you, based on the last three years of your life and business, can't get further without a new level of support and without a new definition of community. So that's the pokes. Because sometimes <clears throat> we want to just focus on the great stuff. It's like, yes, and at what cost? And how are we going to talk about that? So right. to me, that's not manipulative. That's just truth-telling. It's holding up yep. the mirror over and over. I'm going to hold up the mirror again. I'll hold up the mirror again. I'm, I'll hold up the <clears> mirror again until they look at the mirror and go, yeah, shit, that's me. Or they hold up the mirror and it's like, no, I'm a 4 out of 10 for abs. That ain't me. <laughs> All good. Next. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes some sense. So here's an interesting box. You know you're talking about um, social events versus business events. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to go back to that because one thing that I've been doing that you may may not have seen on my social media, probably did, um, is I've been running every couple of months a dinner a dining experience because I'm all about experiences. Love that. Right? And um, so, in fact, for you guys that are listening in, where I'm actually running one at Harrods Rooftop Gardens, which is one of the most prestigious London venues out there, nice. right? And um, literally, like, 15 people, we get together, we have fun, we have a couple of glasses of wine, some extremely good food. Um, what is that? Would you class that as a social event or would you class that as a business event? Oh, I love this question. And I have to backtrack because I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I have to backtrack because I left out a very important word, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Intentional social events. Now, it sounds to me like you're being very intentional about this, okay? And, but, but I need to ask a question to, to just clarify. So what is the structure? Um, what are you talking about? What conversations are stimulated? Who and how do you invite the people to Herod's? Good question. So for me, it's by invitation only. I don't really advertise. I go out and literally personally invite people and say, hey, we're going to be doing this gathering because it is a gathering. Yeah. Uh, it's intimate. The whole point of it, it's high level conversations. There is no agenda as such. So people don't feel like they need to walk in with a freaking elevator pitch or anything like that. Right. It's very much based on the philosophy of how can I um, be around high level people, but how do I can create trust and high connection with people that are like me, right? In order mm -hmm. to facilitate things like collaboration, which we love, um, new love, like uh, partnerships, like deals and stuff like that. So it's kind of like more around uh, bringing people together that are, their biggest desire is you're seeking that next level conversation. They don't want to be part of a networking event. They've done mm -hmm. that, been there. They're like yeah. dinosaurs like us, but they're just seeking that something little bit different that's out there. Does that make sense? 100%. And, and to me, I would call that an intentional social event and that you're exactly on the right track. The, the, um, may I just share my point of view about that? Absolutely. So, so the next piece in my mind would be to try to steer some of those conversations and to make some additional links and um, depth of connection that could be interesting. So do, do you know Jason Gaynard? Mm, he, Gaynard. He runs a, 
he runs an organization in Canada, uh, in well, in North America called Mastermind Talks, and and in fact, he wrote a little book that you should probably uh, pick up. It is, and it's funny because he wrote his book Mastermind Dinners about the same time that I wrote this Fill Your Mastermind with Ease uh, workbook. And there's a couple of cool little structures in there. Anyway, he's another Canadian kid. I quite like him. Uh, I've been to Mastermind Talks. His, his sort of claim to fame is that access to Mastermind Talks is harder to get into Mastermind Talks than it is to get into Harvard by ratio of number of applications and number of people accepted. Wow. I don't know, I don't know if that's entirely true or not, but that, 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 that's, that's the claim to fame. Anyway, here's the point, is that he does a level of hyper-targeting that makes my hyper-targeting look sloppy. <laughs> really, I'd love to see that. Oh my God, that so, would be amazing. So I'll give you an example. So I'm at Mastermind, right. uh, I'm at Mastermind Talks. We're going for dinner. Uh-huh. And uh, he says, um, you are hand-selected for what table you're at and who's there. And I'm not going to tell you anymore, except uh, you should ask a whole bunch of deep and meaningful questions to find out why you're at the table. Fair play. Okay. So I'm like, this is going to be interesting. And, um, <laughs> oh, Jesus, his name just fell out of my head. The guy who invented Uggs, Brian. Oh. Uh, Brian, Brian, Brian. A, I know who you mean, though. Okay. Anyway, um, so he and I are sitting beside each other and trying to figure out, so what the hell is the connection here? What on earth is the connection? It turns uh-huh. out he and I both adopted our children, and we did it through open adoption, which is a very unique process whereby you you still have contact and, like, uh, you know, Wyatt just graduated and his birth mom and, and uh, birth half-sister were at his graduation uh, party. Um, wow. You know, Jackson will go and spend a month over summer at his birth grandmother and grandfather's place in Toronto. So like we, so it's a very unusual piece and not very many human beings on planet Earth, number one, have gone through it or are in the midst of managing it. And Brian and I had this incredible conversation about that. Um, There's another gentleman there that uh, I've been restoring cars and I'd just gone to Germany to pick up my uh, Porsche 911 for my 50th birthday. And um, and as turns out, what's that? As you do, as you do. Yeah, <laughs> you're fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I get seated beside a guy who actually runs a Aston Martin racing team, and uh, he, while he's not a Porsche fanatic, he has a couple of Porsches. He's more of a of an Aston Martin guy. Uh, but anyway, every single person at that table, we had like a deep love or experience of something that was unique that did not happen every day in any way shape or form and mm-hmm. and Jason's research and hyper targeting put us together at the table to build relationships ah interesting love that love that love that love that that's some good stuff i'm going to have to go buy his book now now you've got me curious it's it's well worth but- it honest to god by the way, if you guys are listening in, Jay is not under any commission or anything like that. So full disclosure, that's all good. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I like that. I'm definitely going to go and check that out. That, that, that's some really good stuff there. Some really juicy stuff there. Some really good stuff. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. But this, you know, listen, this is this is really cool stuff. And for you guys that are listening, by the way, if you have any comments or questions for Jay, if you're struggling right now, with whatever you're selling, 
were ideally high ticket items. In fact, well, I've got one more question around there. Um, high ticket items and you're, you're struggling, you know, in, in targeting the right people and having the right conversations and you want to ask a specific question, do so. Use the comment in the comment section below. Uh, that'd be super awesome. For you the guys that are in the podcast, of course, we'll put Jay's links below so that if you want to reach out to him, you can do that directly or one of his team reach out to you afterwards. Um, interestingly enough, final question from me. Okay. For those that have advisory consultancies whatever it is and they have a package a program a framework whatever it is that you and it is a high ticket item right yeah. so it solves a big pain point um now they're struggling to sell the high ticketed item but they don't have anything in between do you know what i mean so like yes. it, and you would have seen this this is kind of uh, you know so any advice for those types of people, you know, in this, because they're oh. normally generally is a, you know, there's, there's not only just a, a route to market, but people aren't, aren't ready to go take that leap of faith, I guess. But I guess it depends on the, on, on the, on the offering, right? Well, th this is, this is actually a really, really great question. And, uh, and to be clear, gang, I don't have a great answer for it, but I, 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 I have a framework that I hope can help um, with it. So, cool. and I'm going to go back to the beginning of this Vita Mastermind where we did this, this dinner party. Mm -hmm. And my, right. my, my buddy Colin and I, and, and I came from this world of personal development, which is if you want my time, you pay for it. I'm Absolutely. not doing a coffee. I'm not going for lunch. I'm not doing any of those sorts of things. We have this course and this course changes people's lives. And if you want to talk to me, we can talk about you taking that course. Um, and by the way, only after you take that course, will I even consider you being a coaching client of mine. So there's one conversation we're having, which is, do you want to take the course? We're, that's, that's it. Um, Simple. And, and if it's anything outside of that conversation, you're going to pay me for my time because my time is my inventory. So that's, that was my model when we started. And then <laughs> we're in the process of doing the hyper-targeting for all the people at that table. And uh -huh. by the way, um, we did things like taking the personal assistant of one of the guys at the table out for lunch. Wow, that's extreme. Not extreme at all. The, the data we got there made us hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> How did you manage that? I mean, she's like the gatekeeper, right? It's like, you want to take me out to lunch? What do you want to take me out to lunch? You want to go out for a date? Are you looking for a husband? No, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no it, it's, it, it's very simple, which was, you are the gatekeeper. Yep. We have some sense and idea of what is going on in terms of your role and all those pieces. We also know uh -huh. that this little deal went a little sideways somewhere else. We think that we might be able to serve and support with that process. But what we would like to do is we don't want to waste his time and we don't want to waste our time. So a brief lunch with you where we could clarify a couple of key pieces of, of information and data, then we will provide a proposal that we will give to you to give to him, which makes you look like you were doing your job and then some. Fantastic. And she gets all the credit, of course, because there you go. Hand it on the plate. Love that. Love that. Love that. Right. So good stuff. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I know. So we, I'm going from every minute of my time is either a sales conversation for our course, 
or yep. paid or paid coaching consulting time. That's it. Yep. So yep. we're getting into this hyper targeting thing, and and my buddy is like, oh, we're going to take her for lunch, and we're going to go, and we're going to do this, and we're going to go to this mastermind, and we're going to go to this networking event because there's a little, like we're trying to collect all this data, and I'm like, this is wasting my effing time. Like, can't <laughs> can't we figure out a way in which if we're doing it, we're making at least some money? And he looked at me and he said these words. He said, I am uninterested in charging for an hour of coaching over lunch. That's stupid. When I send them a bill, it's going to be for $24,000, not for 200 bucks. We work pretty hard for $24,000 in our other business. I'll try it. Now, he and I, at the time, had very like opposite ends of the spectrum approaches. So here's, here's the reason I share this, is that we all need to make a decision about where we are in our business, what our access points are, how much uh, influence we have, all of those elements, and what, what our sort of cash flow requirements are that can allow us to wait sometimes a couple of months for a $24,000 bill to be sent out. You know, what the sales cycle is. The sales cycle on a quick little coaching call is 13 seconds. Sometimes we need that. That's okay. Um, but I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. I'll tell you the part that I, I am beginning to question, and, and this is just complete transparency. Sure. I, I love joint ventures. Um, but in the joint venture world, there is a lot of kissing frogs. Oh, yeah. They don't and, tend to say anything nice either. Correct. 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 And, um, you know, I, I often would get asked, you know, I'd like to do a quarter million dollar launch. How many JV partners do I need? Well, you probably need three good ones, but you, that'll probably take you 300 shitty ones to find. Anyway, I'm being somewhat facetious and, and, and exaggerating. <laughs> um, so so the, the question then becomes is, what is the balancing point between a lower end offering that is consumable, that leads naturally to a higher end offering, that is an easy yes because you've already delivered something? Or, and by the way, without getting sucked into what I'm gonna call the detail and minutia of most digital marketing that is an awful lot of work for uh, not a grand amount of return without a spectacular high-end offer. Like I see all these digital marketers who have a bunch of what I'm going to call shitty little programs. That doesn't mean the programs are bad, <laughs> but it's just like it, it's shitty because no matter how many you sell, you're never going to get to some experience of freedom. You can, True. Like, like selling $2,000 at a pop is nothing more than a $2,000 sales job. That's it. That's mm -hmm. not freedom. That's not really a business. It's a two thousand dollar item sales job. That's what right. my kid is doing in Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, he's seventeen years old, and if that's your business, you, you need to reconsider. So, the last thing I'm going to say about this to try and to make the spectrum is: if you have a high end offer, it's your mm -hmm. task to figure out the most direct, effective route to that offer, which may include some lower end offerings. But if you're going to do the lower end offerings, you've got to do them in a manner that it doesn't consume more time, profit, and energy than the high ticket item is worth. Right. And in the same breath is if you've got a great little low end system that seems to be selling pretty well, but you've got yourself a nice little sales job, great. Mm -hmm. What is the next level up that actually begins to build a real business and give you some freedom? And I don't have a right answer for that. And I'm still trying to figure it out with our new, with our new psychedelic business with this, you know, we've got a vision for 30 couples at 30,000 called Connected Now and Forever. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to hit that. But I, I said to the joke in my house right now is like, listen, for those 30 couples, I'm currently prepared to talk to maybe 31 couples. Mm 
<laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm not building a 3,000 person list. I am not putting on a 10,000 person summit. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm utilizing this exact process of hyper-targeting to have the right conversation mm. with the right people. Mm. Very cool. Love that. Some food for, I think, today's conversations, Ben Jay. Lots of things to think about. And uh, for you guys that are listening in, by the way, I hope that today's conversation has been really interesting. I, I, I've, I've been taking a ton of notes since Jay's been talking. I mean, we could talk for hours, not just on this topic, but on many different topics that um, Jay's an expert of. But um, yeah, listen, Jay, I just want to say thank you very much for your time today. I really, really greatly appreciate it, first of all. My absolute pleasure. And for you guys that are listening, I hope that you've enjoyed our conversation. And uh, again, like I said to you, feel free to make any comments in the comment section below. Make sure that you follow myself and Jay over on social media. Click on that bell notification. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to him. Now, I'm sure that he will be more than happy to uh, give you some more clarity in whatever it is that you are seeking. So anyway, from me and Jay, uh, it's time for, me, uh, for us to uh, time out. And I just want to say... Thank you so much for listening in and uh, hopefully we'll see you again on the next game experience. Take care and we'll see you soon. Cheers, everyone.